What sort of movies will we be watching today? Will we be watching good Marvel movies? No. What about Star Wars movies? No. What about the Star Wars Disney movies that are not that great? No. We'll be watching bad but good movies. This is Bad Rad Movies Podcast. On this episode, we will be watching... The King of the Kickfighters. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to our first episode of Bad Rad Movies with me, Richard, and of course my co-host here, Cameron. <laughs> so, um, for those those of you guys that don't know what uh, this podcast is about, uh, this is our very first debut episode. Now, um, this podcast is basically going to be about uh, movies, discussing about movies, but not your regular, typical movies like you know, uh, like your Marvel movies or like the great movies you'd see in like theaters. But it's gonna be like movies that are so bad but entertaining, or stuff that you've never heard of. Now, um, the reason why I wanted to start this podcast was because. I've seen almost every single movie, like major, like motion picture, like high budgeted films, and like even with the, like new shit coming out, like I already know, like oh okay, like this is I know how this is gonna go, like very fucking typical shit. So and that's when I started realizing like a lot of movies that came out during like the like the late seventies, eighties, nineties, and even like two thousands, where like dude, I've never heard of this shit, and I would watch them like oh my god. These are so fucking amazing. Either they're they they are legitimately good, or like they're um so bad that they're entertaining. But I've been leaning more towards that. So um we are basically going to be doing like a lot of films that are majority of them will be like so bad they're entertaining, but some of them will be good too. But just stuff that you've never heard of, and we will definitely let you guys know if these are um uh, films that you that you should check out. So a lot of these we watch on Amazon Prime, and uh, so that's kind of like my background history about when it comes to films, because I know a lot about films. And uh, what about you, Cameron? Like, what what made what do you know about like uh, what's your whole um, history with like films, and like what made you kind of want to talk about like f- films that are like either not known or uh, you know so bad that they're good or whatever? Because I have to overexplain it. <laughs> well, I've been watching all the new films that come out all the big releases the multi-billion dollar films but what i keep finding myself going into more and more is just the really chill old-fashioned low budget films that you know what they may not have the huge audience the huge just aura about them that some of the bigger ones do Mm mm-hmm but they have the qualities of their own that just they deserve a little more recognition. Uh, they're like the movies that you secretly love but you try to hate and you just can't. And I think there's something special about that. Yeah, and I mean for those of you that like have not 
had this experience of like basically thinking like oh i've seen every kind of film and even like i said even when there are new movies that come out where you watch it like you they're so predictable like as much as i like a lot of like the marvel movies and stuff it's like i already kind of sit there and go oh i know what's gonna happen they're gonna fight the bad guy the good guy always wins but with these films it's like it's kind of like the the last jedi where a lot of fucking like things subvert your expectations which is what I kind of liked about the Last Jedi. I thought it was a stupid movie, but that's what that's, that's what I kind of liked about it. So that's kind of like the things that you kind of expect there. And these are films that you can kind of really appreciate and go, "Oh, you know what? The film sucks, but they tried really hard and they really still fell flat. They entirely. fell flat, but in such a glorious, magnificent way. So in a way, they did succeed in in that sense." So it's like so we'll we'll be basically doing a lot of different um uh, types of movies. So we'll do like horror movies, we'll do action movies, we'll do comedies, um pretty much anything. Like Whatever we'll do low any- budget gold mine we could tap into. Yeah, so we'll basically do anything from like like I said, well how how early do you think we should go? Like I thinking maybe like 60s or 70s max, like far back. Far back as we can go. I don't I don't have a problem with going into the 60s, 70s. Okay. There's some some of where uh, it all started right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We could do that. That sounds cool. All right. So, um, so yeah. So, we're going to keep doing that. And also, uh, feel free. We are going to set up, like, a Instagram page, I guess, and, like, a Facebook page or something like that. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I got to make sure we get out that uh, that that social media thing going on. So we got to make sure we do that uh, once, and then feel free to recommend any films to us. Oh, please. Yeah, and then we will definitely watch it, or we'll try to. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much what we're gonna do. Um, and I should warn you guys ahead of time: there will be <laughs> spoilers. Although I don't really see if, if there is any point. If anyone has seen any of the movies we are talking about. Please let us know and <laughs> why. Just why? Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> it it kind of seems like you're saying that they shouldn't watch these films. <laughs> you Not dick. of their own accord. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so there will be spoilers. Um, okay. So all right. So the first film we're going to talk about today um, is going to be called King. The oh no, I'm sorry. The King of the Kickboxers. Uh, we got done watching it just a while ago. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing. That's also like one of the premises we're going to be doing. We'll be watching the films first, and then we'll do the podcast where we talk about the films. And we'll talk about what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Um, we'll and talk about... in between. Yeah, so we'll pretty much just go full detail into it. So um, I guess <laughs> let's pop up uh, the plot here. And... Uh, Cameron, uh, I'm going to be a nice person today, and I'm going to let you read the plot. So tell me, what is the King of the Kickboxers about? Please feel free to read the plot. Well, (laughs) and reading off this computer screen right in front of my face, um, quote, a cop goes undercover in Thailand to avenge his brother's death in this martial arts film. (laughs) So Very, very detailed (laughs) I'm sure I just gave it away. (laughs) You don't even need to watch it now. There you go. To be a fighter, you need the fire. You've never faced a real kickboxing. And who's going to show it to me? To be a champion, you need courage. 
Why are you here? I'm looking for a fight. To be a king takes destiny. Ten years ago, I turned and ran. I won't run away again. For ten years, he has been waiting. You're your unorthodox, but good. What are you doing back here in Thailand? Fighting harder. You cross the line, Jake. I'm pulling you out. You can't. Getting closer to the ultimate challenge. If this is your idea of training, you're crazy. Now is the time. be chosen. There is one born to be king of the kickboxers. You are no match for him. He will destroy you. King of the kickboxers. So this film, The King and the Kickboxes is directed by uh, Lucas Lowe. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I think that reflects the uh, state of their budget. Oh, yes. <laughs> and this stars uh, Lauren Avedon, which I'm actually familiar with this actor because I've seen him in a lot of different um, martial arts films I've seen before. So I'm actually familiar with this guy. Um, I've never this seen must- him. Uh, you'll, you'll, he's been in a lot of stuff, but, um, which I'll, we'll definitely cover some of these too. Um, but, um, the, the, but this is one of the things that really caught me off guard. Um, for those of you that have used Tai Bo, which have you ever used Tai Bo, Cameron? I have literally never heard of that. Honestly. Yeah. So Tai Bo, so Tai Bo was basically like this martial arts, uh, exercise video. Um, so you're basically working out, but you're doing martial arts, oh, which this guy, like, uh, uh, Billy, videos. exactly. Yeah. So, so there's this guy, Billy Blanks, Hi, who, um, uh, does, he's like the exercise instructor. Like the Richardson. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Except it's martial arts. So think of it as oh, martial arts, uh, Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. So, but here's the kicker. Billy Blanks is in this film. Not just as like some kind of a cameo, but he's the main villain, and boy, does he so. does he do a good job as playing a villain? And of course, I'm being very sarcastic, so feel free to uh, you know be made aware of our sarcasm of a lot of things. So, um, in your own words, Cameron, could you f- please feel free to let the listeners know what? The King of the Kickboxers is about, or at least to the best of your ability of what it is about. A bunch of guys flying around kicking things. <laughs> sometimes people, sometimes not. Wow. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> so um so basically what happens is this. Uh this guy, um, I think his what was his character name? Okay. So this guy, uh it starts off with like this uh scene where um like this guy just it, it, it takes place in nineteen eighty one in uh Thailand and uh this this rocky looking guy, Sylvester Stone looking guy is uh, oh, fighting with another brand, guy. Sylvester Stallone. Exactly, yeah. So he's fighting with another guy, and they're like, you know, basic, typical, like, uh, fighting going on, like, similar to a boxing match, but it's a kickboxing match. 
and uh, this guy wins, and he wins using this, and he holds up his belt, and uh, it looks uh, like he bought it at the dollar store. Exactly. So, um, not so even he, joking. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cheap. Like if you guys watch this film, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. You could check it out. Um, it looks so fucking cheap. So, and then um, afterwards, like he after he gets done fighting, uh, defeating his opponent, he takes his little brother out, and they go, and they're like, um, they're. I don't know. I think they were going to go to the beach or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it looks like a bonfire or something yeah. like that. Yeah, so they're going to a bonfire. And then um, so when they go, I guess apparently like he was supposed to lose, I think. I don't know. I couldn't really pay attention yeah, to the film like too much. Yeah, it looked like maybe like sort of a mafia kind of deal. Yeah, and so they uh, Billy Blanks' character, who's the main film, follows them. And so they catch up to them at the beach at the bonfire. And then that's when Billy Blanks comes out and he like they get into – uh, a karate fight or something like that and then of course they're, they, he has to be unfair so there's all these guys surrounding um, the main the rocky knockoff looking guy and uh, they're pointing guns at him and then they start fighting back and forth and obviously Billy Blanks kills this guy and then the little kid gets all mad and like of course because you know who wouldn't be pissed off when you see uh you know your brother getting killed or sister getting killed or in front of you or whatever so uh he goes and he's like trying to hit him but he can't because he's a weak little fucking kid yeah. so billy blanks beats the shit out of him and then that's when like he falls down and then of course 10 years later he's grown up and he's a cop so um yeah what does he work in like la or something uh no he oh, works in new, new york. york it was yeah, new yeah. york at first we thought it was san francisco but it was actually new york um and then although they didn't really go go into that it was very um cheap yeah <laughs> very very cheap uh so then um then afterwards uh J- the guy jake he plays he's an undercover cop so do you remember the the, the first scene that that happens when he's an undercover cop yeah, man, he just comes in with these aviator goggles and a leather jacket all buttoned up. Like, oh, someone's uh, real low-key there. No, it was uh, the stereotype 80s movie, undercover cop, like, going to catch the bad guy and do it all by himself sort of uh, deal there. And it was just so cringy. Yeah, and one of the things that really made me cringe was – he had all this getup on, but like it was like he looked like a guy that was trying to pretend to not be a cop. Oh yeah, it looks like he went to a thrift store, put on some stuff, and was like, "That's it." Yeah, and then like he he this and this is this guy. Um, uh, if you're not familiar with who, who Lauren Evadon is, the character Jake Donahue is clearly a Caucasian man. He's wearing he wears a fucking do rag with sunglasses. So he's coming out and he's like, like doing, I don't know, like they're doing a drug deal in a warehouse because you know every drug deal goes down always in a fucking in a warehouse. warehouse, always in a fucking warehouse. So, so the and then um the guy that he's dealing with um uh he's like I don't know he's like this blonde guy that has like the typical like spiky hair uh, business in the front party in the back mullet and uh, <laughs> he's like you know doing the whole exchange like oh here's the coke uh and then and then he's like and then uh, the it Jake Donahue kid <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Still sticks his little finger in there. It's like, oh, there we go. That's the stuff. <laughs> and then, um, like you know, licks it, and then he's like, oh, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. And he uses a weird fucking <laughs> shitty voice too. Oh, I knocked over a bucket. <laughs> but uh, good one, good bit. And so, uh, he, uh, 
uh was i lost my place uh he was he like uses this weird fucking voice where he's like oh yeah that's good stuff man like he did like he like try clearly overdoes it and uh gives the coke gives the money to him in the suitcase and then he's that's when he's like oh yeah man oh by the way i'm a cop and the guys the bad guys think he's joking like they think he's joking so they're all laughing he's like no really i'm a cop and uh here's the wire Oh, because he wants to because he's because he wants to prove that he's a badass that he doesn't need to hide the fact that he's a cop he doesn't need to go undercover because they're so weak that he could beat the shit out of all of them which he tells his superiors through the wiretap before he rips it off and breaks it into pieces and then he starts beating the shit out of them so yeah and then uh yeah and then they start all fighting they're they're all fighting together with each other yeah And, and i don't i don't think he's taken a single um like karate class or anything before and then he's just flying everywhere you, you could tell that the kicks are, are getting kind of close but they're they're not quite connecting um he's spinning around like a fucking ballerina <laughs> <laughs> and the man i i i i'm at a loss for words <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so and then afterwards, so basically the uh, he gets done with the assignment. He busts all the guys. And then when he comes back, that's when he, uh, I guess the captain tells him, like, oh, hey, uh, uh, by the way, uh, we want you to go to Thailand uh, to go undercover as a kickboxer. And so he's like, so he's all excited because that's what he wanted to do because uh, cause his main goal throughout his life is to kill Billy Blanks' character, which I think his name is Khan. And um, Mortal Combat reference, yeah, obviously, yeah, that was a, that was a good one, good yeah. bit. Um, and uh, wow, um, <laughs> and uh, so he says, uh, that's that's when um he he wants to uh get revenge on this con guy who uh, killed his brother. So and that's the whole reason he wanted to go to Thailand. So the, um, and then for some reason, like later when he's relaxing. Uh, in his apartment or house or whatever, in front of the fireplace for whatever reason, with his dog. I think. I think we saw a dog in there, right? Yeah. Okay. So the, yeah. Yeah. So when he's in there with his dog, he's like, uh, he yeah, gets a call from the same captain. Jake. He's like, oh, by the way, yeah, uh, just, just letting you know, we're not you having you do that case Thailand anymore. Thing. And he's like, no, I got to do it. I got to do it because he wants to, you know, kill the yeah, con guy. And then, no. uh, and then it's that's when he's like, nope, sorry, you're off the case. And then uh, whatever Jake. Jim Jefferson, somebody else that's not you is going to take over the case. Jake? And then as soon as he hangs up, that's when he like he does this like weird, like, really bad acting going like, yeah! so, I'll play the cover. A primeval scream. Yeah. Like, oh, he just screams at his phone. Yeah. Because... <laughs> But yeah, Richard's on that that screen up pretty good. Yeah, so. that was yeah. And then, um, <laughs> so then, uh, and then, uh, I, I'll let you take over from there. Uh, and then, what happens next? Okay, first of all, I I just like to point out, um, their pictures of some of the actors on there are on IMDb are in black and white. Like, are are they dead? Is it that? Is that is it that old? Yes, I agree. But, um, yeah. Where were we at? It um, after he screams at his phone, he goes to Thailand and he uh, gets the uh, fake Hawaiian shirt and 
all the over the top sort of nineties looking out there clothes. It's, it fits all the stereotypes. It's just bad. <laughs> I, I I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, he meets up with the that other <laughs> that undercover cop wearing a bright flamboyant looking shirt, going, "Hey man, I got a." None of my guys have ever made it through this before. You think you can do it? And he's like, fuck yeah. There you go. That's it. Great. So that's the end of our podcast. And uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, so uh, so, the, so you were talking about how um, uh, they meet up on the, the – him and the other guy meet up on the table, right? Yeah, they meet up at some restaurant and he's like – the the dude with the the fuck, the porn stash is like man none of my guys have ever made it and infiltrated into this gang and to into this kickboxing group whatever you want to call it uh, and uh, of course uh, he has a Tom Cruise looking hairdo in his whole outfit and he's like oh, he's all cocky like oh, I can do it I'm uh you haven't seen me before. You know, the stereotypical uh, macho, can take on the world, renegade cop, just going o- overseas to Thailand. Oh, yeah, good one there. Yeah, yeah. Way to, way to end strong. Uh, you were saying? Uh, is there anything you want to add to that? Oh, no, nothing. No, nothing? Nothing. Yeah, it's just... Um, It's man. Like that, that whole scene is. It's like, what is he even doing? Why? Is he is he there for revenge or is he just there to go on vacation? Like. <laughs> oh, nice uh, Woody sound clip. Is that a donkey? Yeah, it was. Oh, that's new. <laughs> keep so keep going. Then what else happened? Doesn't he go to um? Does he go to that one uh? He goes uh, in like canoes down. It looks like someone's backyard, like river bottom type deal, and to, with like all this mist everywhere. And he goes to. Go train with this dude. What, what was his name? Uh, prank. Uh, yeah, prank. Yeah, prank. Yeah. yeah, he goes in the, the dude's acting all drunk, and then he just like, because that comes out of nowhere. Get so some cancer, not as a joke. <laughs> then, uh, wasn't there a monkey in there? Yeah, there was a monkey who stole his, um, really steal his passport. He's like, oh, you looking for this? I think that's where uh, all their budget went. <laughs> and they, of course, they go into the, the tr- whole training montage, and he, uh, the praying dude kicks, literally goes up to a tree and starts kicking coconuts down. Just just karate kicks that shit. <laughs> like a dozen coconuts fall, because that, that's how it works. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they just had someone up in the in a tree just throwing shit down. Yeah. 
Um, what did you think about the uh, the the choreography? Like, how did you think about uh, what did you think about that? I'm I'm gonna say the the choreography slightly better than I thought. Um, they just it looked like half of the guys have never kicked anything in their life. <laughs> like mo- most of the kicks weren't landing, and um, yeah, the choreography was actually surprisingly good. I I think I don't know what, what you think about it, but. I, I was surprised. A yeah, bit. I thought it was really cool. I, uh, uh, I mean, the acting is not great by any means. No. Um, not good at all. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I felt like uh, they with with a stellar cast like Billy Blanks and uh, many others, um, Asian Man Number One and Asian Man Number Two. Uh, Were those would... actually on the credits? <laughs> I feel it, it seems like they would be. Uh, no, they they weren't on the credits. But um, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I I liked the choreography. The choreography was great, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it was really good. Um, and then uh, uh, <laughs> what do what do some of your notes say? <laughs> like, did, uh, you uh. I think you had something that, uh, that you had a comment about one of the, uh, the the crew or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, right before I even watched the movie, obviously, the, the credits, of course, like the, the intro credits start rolling in. And I, I noticed um, a certain Mr. Alan Poon. Or Alan Poon. Uh, and we looked him up. That's actually his American name. His real uh, full name is Hunter. And I think that uh, that really summarizes up what you're about to get. Yeah, and uh, can you name some of his films that he's made, like this one, for example? What What are some of his great films? Because he's an editor, a uh, film editor, uh, listed in the credits of this film. Um, I'll, I'll give him one thing. He has, he has a, a long list. He does. He d- yeah, of I movies think, I've never heard of. Yeah, I think it's like if I had to take a guess, and and he's still working because the, the newest one Holy is called shit, Elstorm 2018. in twenty eighteen. Um, it's probably his career in Elstorm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, uh, sorry, Mister Poon. <laughs> So uh, what's the uh, uh, what's his most famous film? Uh, you care to read that one or oh, attempt yeah, to? Yeah, th- thank you for highlighting the most difficult to pronounce one. By oh the way. yes, thank you for that. Yeah, um, I believe it's uh, <laughs> welcome. It, it, this is gonna sound bad. Um, Cheng Hu Zhang Feng Da Pao Hu. I can't even <laughs> say the fucking. I I don't know what language that is. And I'm not going. I'm not going any further. It's it's Chinese. Is that Chinese? Yeah, it's okay. Chinese. Uh, thank thank I can, you. For I, I couldn't tell you that. if it's Cantonese or Mandarin, but yeah, it's it's Chinese. Yeah, that's uh, I that that is the longest title um, of all time. It's so difficult. This this Alan slash Hung Poon has many alternate names. He has many many names for some reason. Oh uh, wow, yeah, he does. Because uh, it's, it's under listed list. under uh, personal details, which is. Uh, um, one alternate name is uh, Pan Chao. Second one is Pan Xiao, and then Pan Xing Yao. 
that's and pretty then good. Pon Hung, and then Poon Hung, and then Poon with the U Hung, Poon Hung Yu, and then Xiong Yao Pan, and then Xiong Yao Pan, and then Xiong Pan, and then Hung Pan, and then Jung Pan, and then Alan Poon, and then Alan Poon, but with another, <laughs> but with two L's instead of one L, and then Hung Yu Poon, and then Hung Yu poon with a dash between the hung and the u and then the hung poon and then poom with an m p o o m uh xiong yu and then poon hyung yu okay here's the deal you like podcasts that's cool so do i well the podcast you just listened to is part of the necropodicon network which is bloody dripping with top shelf podcasts that will make your ears go pakow and your brain go hey thanks this is dope. Head to necropodicon.com to learn more. Necropodicon, it me. What that? I'm sure every single person that listens to this will thank you greatly for going over every single one of his 30 different names. Yeah. Man, it's got a lot of names. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> who, who, who even... Who does that? It's for pointing out the obvious. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But yeah, thank you for going over all those. Oh, that was uh, uh you you really ended strong there. Wow. So anyway, so what happened after that? I just remember the um, the whole they, they went into such an extra training montage with why he did the split like. 20 times and you could tell like um he was standing on a couple logs and they just split like like on a body of water i don't know what it was um and they the logs just like drift apart and he's just doing a split but you could you can kind of see if there's like some wires back there like holding him up and the guy the praying guy's just watching him just like silently nodding and he does uh just like logs flying everywhere and he's like blocking them and it's you could it, it looks like someone's wow. just like pushing the logs and then they oh cut to God. him and he's blocking them just and hit it, the it's mic it's so cringy <laughs> but what are you playing now <laughs> is that the what oh, you fuck <laughs> <laughs> jeopardy music really <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let you take over now Um, yeah, so... I was trying to enlighten the audience on this brilliant <laughs> cement- the cinematography. Lowest common denominator. Uh, <laughs> Wait, where'd you leave off? On the, the training montage. Oh, okay, so they uh, were having a training... on that? Oh, yes. Uh, are you talking about the training montage that uh, um, Prong has with... Or Prang... Wow. Prang has with... Uh, Prang has with... Uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck this guy's name is. Um, Jake or whatever. Uh, so where he's like, uh, basically teaches him things. It's like totally fucking Karate Kid ripoff. Like, uh, actually, I think it takes from the Karate Kid. There's some Mortal Kombat elements in there. There's what would you say, Kung Pao? Um, there's so many Street Fighter, like just everything, just molded in one. <laughs> and it's like a a fan. Oh yeah, you've seen Kung Pao, actually, right? Yeah. It's like a fanfic that someone put together on the screen. <laughs> no, I've actually never seen Kung Pao. 
<laughs> but how'd you know it was Kung Pao though? Because you said it earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm that, I'm quoting you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so they're doing the whole training montage where uh, Jake has to like. Uh, break coconuts with his bare hands and then like he's got to do like the split hold the splits uh the guy prong is like lifting him up um and is like make i don't know he has the ropes tied around his legs where he forcibly makes him do the splits uh i think Rips, it's like that guy's groin yeah it's like he does uh, the way how the movie explain or showed it uh he was doing basically doing the splits hung up on a tree from morning until uh, like at night with fucking sandbags hanging down. Yeah, and I'll, let's just say a lot Jesus of the Christ. stuff that they were doing um was very like Dragon Ball Z esque, where if you did yeah, this shit in real life, too. you would be either seriously injured or die, or just not have a penis. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that too. I I don't think any dude can actually do that. Yeah, <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, so they're going through the training because, um, uh, this guy Prong had fought this guy Khan before, uh, but, and he got very close to beating this guy Khan, uh, Billy Blanks, which by the way, uh, the guy Khan, uh, they, uh, whoever did the Street Fighters 2, the, the new challengers made DJ off of this guy. Cause if you guys look him up and you look on Google or watch the movie, he has a very DJ-esque look and move about him. I think his um he may not he might not be a great actor, but his um his intensity really fits with the film. Oh yeah, no, he's I... just all in it. Just that he's full in on the bad guy mode. He's uh just actually kind of intimidating. He is yeah. definitely intimidating. I couldn't agree more. Um, so after they so he basically teaches them and there's a for some reason this uh hermit guy prong has a fucking monkey with him i don't know why he's got a monkey with him it 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 just doesn't make any sense but there's a monkey in there because i guess they whoever oh yeah lucas Lowe, uh that made the movie watched a lot of films that had monkeys in it like uh like that one movie with clint eastwood had a monkey in it and some other movies had monkeys in it and he was just kind of like okay we're just going to throw a fucking chimpanzee in there and, you know, for the comic relief sort of thing. And uh, he's training and training, doing all this ridiculous stuff. And, uh, and of course, there's a, with, with a lot of these, uh, you know, low-budget films, uh, to keep the audience enticed, you have to have a uh, romantic uh, um, uh, element. element to it. Yeah. So you got to have the, uh, the, the love interest in there. Um, or at least the lust interest uh, to be able to show her boobies and her pee-pee uh, to <laughs> entice the audience. Um, and I think she does end up showing her boobies, but uh, because she's blonde, and not all blondes like have these types of nipples, but like if we, you could even air this on like a local like cable, um, like, you know, primetime television or whatever or like local tv it's fairly you wouldn't clean. have to censor it because you don't even see the nipples at all yeah you don't yeah so um so there's that i guess that's one thing they didn't go over the top on oh yeah um and actually they didn't put any sort of top on her at all she was topless yeah pretty much um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then what happened 
well. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I forgot to. Uh, of of course that uh, that one little aspect of the uh, the whole sandbag in the tree deal. It was uh, the whole prank guy. Uh, he like looked at him. He's like, you "Oh, lose. I'll be back soon." And he Good gave like day, this sir. creepy smile. Did you catch that? Oh, uh, he had the yeah, yeah. The the guy that the, when they were surrounding the girl, the no, guy it was, uh, it was during the the whole training thing when he left him with the oh, sandbags overnight. Yeah, yeah. And he and was he like, kind of he he didn't wink at the camera, but he gave like a really creepy smile. Oh yeah, like saying like I'm gonna because I think it's very unsettling. Didn't he yeah. didn't he say like oh um how long am I supposed to be up here for or something like that? Yeah, and then, like he didn't answer him. He just gave like this creepy smile off the camera or something like that, and he just walks away. Yeah, yeah, that part. But anyways, uh, what, what, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is um, uh, he basically uh, – so, oh, so um, I guess Billy Banks – Blanks uh, – I don't know if it's Blanks. Yeah, it's Blanks. Yes. Yeah, uh, so Billy Blanks, uh, he works with this uh, um, film director uh, and like this film crew that uh, take like – Fight Club. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but with, like they, but they with a film crew. Yeah, um, they, but they they get these like martial artists that are like re- really good and they're I guess famous or some shit. And they t- they like underground, I guess. Yeah, and uh, they bullshit into they bullshit them and say like, oh, you know, we want to put you in a movie and blah blah blah, and uh, you're gonna be the star. So like they they have like um, the part that we saw was this one guy. It's like another Caucasian guy. Uh, he's tr- like kind of you know warming up. And he's like, yeah, so what do I have to do, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, so it's going to be a fight scene. You're going to do this and that and this. And he's like, but uh, we want you to really hit them so that way it looks more realistic. And then they'll hit you back, blah, blah, blah. So he goes and he they start rolling the scene. And then they realize – the guy realizes that, like, they're actually hitting him and he's actually hitting them. And then, like, he's actually getting cut by the blades and it finds out that the blades are real. He's like, wait a minute, man. I can't be doing this. Like, I got, I got work tomorrow. I got to be – you know, I got to – keep fighting these competitions so i can win money and they're like oh you're not going to be able to work tomorrow because you'll be dead and then that's when like they bring out billy blanks's character and the billy blanks character just everything yeah he just beats the shit out of the guy and literally like kills the guy by like sticking a fucking hook through his chin and then pulls the rope yeah Yeah. Uh, that they did a pretty good job with that i was like oh yeah, and then uh, they lift him up, and he's left hanging, and uh, so they pretty much like it's it like, like kind of Die Hard. Yeah, like it's kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, and um, and they uh, it's pretty much like a snuff film in a sense, like a snuff film, uh, but with martial arts. So they that the that's what they do, and uh, so he I guess um, I don't even remember how they uh, ended up getting the main character to go through that process. Like, did he have to like? I think he had to compete in some sort of a tournament, right? Yeah, I think he did. It was like um like a very low key kind of tournament. He beat a couple guys in like a it looked like a underground kind of boxing ring with a bunch of guys surrounding it, punching the air and getting rowdy. And he uh I think he beat a couple guys. Yeah. And then he got in the sort of a porn stash director guy came up to him. Good one. Good one. Way to way to end strong. <laughs> well, yeah, well, way to break my concentration. That's <laughs> um, how he gets off. Um, yeah, so we got in this this sort of underground kickboxing yeah league, and then uh, where they go into 
Oh yeah, wait. He gets into the with the love interest, right? Yeah, yeah. And they of course have their uh, their. Uh, he goes um with her and he saves her from Billy Blanks, right? Yeah. Um, of course she's running through the streets, helpless, looking back, like, oh no, they're still chasing me. Almost falls down a couple times. Um, and of course the guy, she's acting like she's standing in the middle of a street and looking back like, oh, are they still there? And they're like 10 feet away from her, chasing her through the streets of Bangkok, I guess. Um, and then of, of course our, uh, macho American hero saves her from, and beats up all these guys and and takes her away from Billy Blanks who chooses her like a like a sex slave. <laughs> like a sex slave? Yeah, wasn't that what it was? He, he's like, "Oh, I choose her." And then they like gave her to him. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's what happens. Yeah, no, that 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 does happen. Um but that didn't that happen before though? I think we're kind of going on out of order. Yeah, we, we might be going chronologically uh, out of order, but we I uh, I only uh, did uh, see it uh, once to be fair. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So, uh what we're um I guess we'll just move on to this time. So so I'll just kind of wrap it up the story. So, uh he um let's just like every other fucking movie. Um he meets he ends up having to fight the Billy Blanks guy. Uh, gives him the whole spiel. Hey, you killed my brother. I'm gonna kill you now because I want revenge. They fight for a little bit. There's some pretty good choreography, and uh, and then um, he kills the Billy Blanks guy and saves the girl. And Yay. then uh, the end. So anyway, so what were you? Uh, what were some of your favorite parts in this uh, movie, Cameron? I would say um, the end fight scene was actually pretty good. I feel like by the by the end of the movie, the the main character actually got. You know, like he actually figured out how to kick somebody, <laughs> even though he was in a kickboxing movie. You would figure he would know some shit before he even did the movie. Yeah, but um, that was pretty good. The whole uh, I feel like I don't know why they put uh, the love interest in a cage like that. It was a little weird. Was it know. in a cage, or I thought like it was a, like, like a, a rope net? Yeah, like a rope net cage thing. Yeah, um, that was a little um anticlimactic when he. When Billy Blanks just like pulled a lever or something, and she just like kind of fell on the ground. But overall, I mean that that fight scene was pretty good. Are you kissing the mic? Yeah, he's he's making out with the mic. I'm not even joking with you. This uh, this is the kind of professionalism we need, obviously. So yeah, is that so mic that was wearing protection. Ah, yes, it is. <laughs> That's what the pop filters for. <laughs> oh, oh, so so those were your favorite parts. Um, well, that was one of my favorite parts. Yeah. What sure. what other favorite parts did you have? I would say the whole uh, the training montage as a whole was. Uh, I mean, it was over the top, and it was uh, not the best choreographed. But I I feel like just um, the uniqueness of what they made him do like with the sandbags and with the the whole coconut thing i've never seen someone kick coconuts off of a tree mm-hmm. um I, I think the uniqueness of it all was actually kind of ref- refreshing if anything what were some of the parts that you didn't like <laughs> <laughs> so i'll just come right out with it won't you um i would say 
It's not a lot that I didn't like. I I, I did like his um his random screaming. That Oh yeah, he fell, he fell asleep on me. Great. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I didn't. Um, I didn't really like the whole uh, the weird sex scene that wasn't really a sex scene. You get it? They could have either went all in or just not at all. Um, that's the only thing. That there there was. I don't. I don't think there was a sex scene. Yeah, though. there really like, wasn't. It was just like it the was morning just after pill. <laughs> yeah, sure that. <laughs> Lowest form of comedy. <laughs> Lowest common denominator. Um, I, uh, yeah. Did, was there any parts that you didn't like? Like, specifically? I, nothing's really coming to my mind. Because um, the whole movie was just... Well, you know, I low mean... expectations, anyway. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say there wasn't really any things that I didn't like about the movie. Um, only thing that I wish that I... Um, well, I guess it would be wouldn't that I wouldn't like. Uh, the parts that I wouldn't like would be some of the slower parts. Like there were some pretty slow parts, in my opinion, where, um, like for example, like when um Jake would like just be walking around or something like that. Like I mean, it's not a whole lot of it. There is constant. There is like you know action that happens, but um, it just seems like you know uh it it'd be a little bit slow like and not in the really in the beginning because there is action that happens right away but there's um there's like uh some parts maybe like in the middle or maybe before the middle like it's like pretty much like when he just arrives in thailand where it's like it gets a little bit slow he's just walking around he's just looking everywhere and all that kind of shit um so that's probably the only thing that i don't really like about the movie um but other than that no it's kind of keeps me it's pretty entertaining. You can kind of tell this is a ripoff of a lot of movies. Oh because, yeah, it's a combination of because uh, so in, many things. Because in one scene, um, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, he goes and fights this like um, this Asian dude who's supposed to be like the best champion in the underground fighting scene. They actually rip off a line from Karate Kid, which is straight uh, out. Uh, which which uh, it's not the Mister Miyagi prong dude teacher guy that says it. It's actually the student guy who's supposed to be like the Daniel LaRusso guy version of this movie who says this, which is he says, uh, there's no such thing as a bad student. Um, It's a bad teacher or something like that. No such thing as bad students, only bad teachers. No such thing as bad student, only bad teacher. Am I saying that right? Yeah, no, you got it. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. So he he says that quote for quote, and then like um, we knew right away, like oh yeah, that was straight off. Yeah, the I'm not kid. sure if it's paraphrasing or if it's a direct no, quote it, from the Karate it, Kid. It's, but... it's an exact quote. Yeah, like it's it's uh, so like um, but yeah, I mean there were like a lot of nods to the movies uh, uh, that I really enjoyed, whether if they were good. Uh, there was a. I, I even enjoyed the bad acting because that's what made me laugh hysterically. Was oh like, yeah, a lot of the especially bad his. Uh, why? Why did he feel like he had to scream like obnoxiously loud at n- no particular thing or person? I don't know. <laughs> what party? Wait, what, what are you talking about? Because he I'm screams about, quite, um, quite a lot. Then he scream. He first he screamed at his phone, just screamed and looked like he was about to like throw his phone through a wall because he wasn't going to Thailand suddenly and then also what didn't he do it when he was 
facing off against someone, he just full on just muscled out and just screamed like a primeval sort of over the top, just ah, and just fucking went out. Oh, I I know which part you're talking about. Yeah. So so there's a part in the. Uh, uh, you you have to forgive my um uh special friend here. Uh, you, what the part that what he's trying to say is is that there's a scene in the movie where um when he finally is fighting against Billy Blanks and he throws oh, yeah, him a he, he throws him a photo where um it's a photo of his uh Sylvester Stallone Rocky knockoff looking <laughs> fucking brother holding up the champion cheap plastic belt. It's a photo of him with that. Um, he goes and tells him, you killed my brother. And then he's, and then he goes, Oh, Billy Blanks, character says in a very uh, convincing Oscar worthy, um, performance, oh, he, yeah. he says, uh, Oh, you're the little boy that from the, the brother from the guy that I killed in this picture. Well, I'll make sure you reunite with him and I'll send you back to hell. And then like the, the Jake character goes, I've been there for 10 years. And he just fucking just like I will send you to hell to join your brother. I've been there for ten years. Charges at him, and then that's when the fighting starts. So that's the part that he was talking about. That was in it. case because you know I have to overexplain it because there's quite a lot of uh, parts in this movie where the guy screams for no reason. So that's why you have to kind of you know um, explain it better. Yeah, that summarized it perfectly. <laughs> so anyway, um, <laughs> wow. Um, so on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, this this uh, movie, The King of the Kickboxers, uh, does does not have a tomato meter, so you can't Go even figure. give. So you can't even give a, a rotten percent, rotten tomato percentage. Uh, but it does have an audience score. Uh, it says here, fifty seven percent of the audience that watched this liked it. I think so, that's higher than I thought. Yeah, honestly. So the average rating on this is three point five out of five stars, while uh, IMDb gives this film a six point zero out of ten. That's pretty solid, man. I've seen movies that are better than that that are actually rated worse. So. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Um, so now this is where we go into our, uh, segment where we discuss, uh, we give our own rating system. Um, I'm going to call this the, uh, uh, is it (laughs) rad bad or is it just bad bad? So, um, if we rate this higher than a five, then it's a rad bad, which means that it's worth watching and you guys should look it up, check it out. I just found out too that you can actually watch this on the whole movie on YouTube. So there you go. Check that shit out. So you could go watch it on you could watch it on YouTube for free. (laughs) So watch it on YouTube. Um uh I guess you want to go first. So what what would you give this movie out of a ten? And and five would be and above would be rad bad? Yeah, above five would be rad bad, which means you'd recommend it. Uh below that would be bad bad. I would give it an aggressively mediocre rad bad rating. Definitely 5.6. A 5.6? Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I I would have to slightly disagree. Um, there were a lot of this th- the moments in this film that I actually enjoyed it. I mean, maybe not as much as like uh, some of the films that have been out there, which, we, of course, we will mention and have to rewatch later. 
but um, I would have to give this maybe like a 6.5 out of 10. So definitely a rad bad recommendation. If you guys like martial arts films, if you guys like even if you don't, just check this shit out. Yeah, I mean, uh, you yeah. know, it's good if if you like. It's good for it's like good for people that like martial arts films, but also happen to like movies that are so bad that they're good. Um, it's get, the kind of movie that you're gonna kind of hate us a little bit for wasting your life, but you're gonna secretly watch like it and. Maybe you might watch it again. Maybe you won't ever mention it ever in your lifetime. Yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah, so that's our opinion. And uh, hopefully you feel free to check us out on many different apps and stores later. And, uh, yeah, do you have any uh, last-minute opinions on the film or no? Well, or did you want to add some things? I would say if you sniffed a little coke and watched that movie, probably be really good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I miss my kids. I'm going to take that as a sign of agreement. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, sounds like um all the people in the movie with the explosions. It, it it's like a Michael Bay film, but without the actual good sim- cinematography. Like, I feel like they spent their whole budget on explosions, and yeah, My it was God, pretty rad. Are you still talking? Yeah. Fuck you! Fuck you! Yeah, walk out. Maybe I will. Fucking Kabbalah reading motherfucker. Get the fuck out of my house. See this? That means not welcome. So, uh... You have any closing remarks? Um, yes, I do. Uh... Please enlighten me. Um, I like this film. I don't like it as much as other films I've seen, but definitely better than other films I've seen, whether if they're major uh, high-budgeted films or if they're independent films or if they're even like uh films that were made on a uh, fucking phone to send through like instagram because you know we have famous instagram comedians now um and there you go um i definitely like it i say check it out and there you go i will say that this is not at all the worst film i've seen recently so if you're gonna waste your life doing something waste about an hour and 30 minutes watching this shit Let's do it. Like Nike. Yeah, except that's a trademark. I didn't say that. All right, anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, check us out. All right, have a good one. <laughs>